Today we have a very special guest. We got a two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, he was inducted into the Pride of the Jaguars in 2016, the Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars Ring of Honor. And then most importantly, he looking to put on that gold jacket in 2021, a Pro Football Hall of Fame nominee for 2021, a Jacksonville Jaguar legend and wide receiver, Jimmy Smith. What's going on with you today, Jimmy? Hey guys, thanks for having me on today. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. So one thing Dylan didn't mention is, of course, you are oh, yeah. very, very proud, yeah. loud and proud, Jackson Jackson State, State. Yeah. Jackson State alumni. You know, we got the big news of Deion Sanders going back to Jackson, going to Jackson State to coach. Just talk about how I've seen you tweeting and just talking about how excited you are. Just tell the people how excited and how huge that is for Jackson State. I mean, this is historical um, to have a person, a celebrity, the greatest defensive back that's ever played in the NFL, uh, to become the head coach of HBCU, and particularly Jackson State, my alma mater. Uh, what, the reason that I'm so excited is because, you know, we get someone who's going to be able to make a difference. He has the credentials. Uh, he's show, shown that he can he can make the difference. Um, his vision is unbelievable. Uh, similar vision to, to the vision that I have of Jackson State in wanting to uh, get that program back to where it used to be when I went there back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, you know, his vision as far as getting some of the top talent in there, like they've already offered a four and five star athletes, mm-hmm. um, scholarship offers. That's something that hasn't been done in the past because the attitude uh, at Jackson State in the past with the past coaches have been, oh, we're not going to worry about or waste time offering these guys because they would never come. Yeah. Well, definitely they won't come if you don't offer. At least in them offer. Put it out. It's just common sense. Uh, you know, the last coach, uh, and I have to say this, uh, Coach Hendricks, and I'm still upset about it. He, I, my son, his name in the transfer portal, portal uh, a year ago from from Louisville, uh, Power Five school. Um, he wanted to transfer and possibly. Uh, interest in Jackson State. I called uh, the athletic director, Ashley, and he hooked me up with Coach Hendricks, and our conversation went like this. I said, Coach, my son wants to uh, possibly explore transferring from Louisville to, to, to Jackson State, and he asked, what position does he play? I said, he plays running back, and his reply to me was, well, we have enough running backs. Wow. And, uh, you know, when you have an attitude like that, uh, no vision, you're not going to be successful. You know, you want to bring in the best possible athletes. My son was coming from a power five school, Louisville. And hey, now he's the son of a legend. He's like, right. Like son of a Super Bowl champ and a, and a possibly Hall of Famer. Like, like, why wouldn't you want that? On top of, you know, what I bring to the table by being an alum of Jackson State, was an alum. So that's three generations of 
of, of having, uh, you know, the Smiths play ball. And uh, my thing was, you know, at least allow my son to come in and compete. Yeah. yeah. Don't just cut him off. And how many other kids that, 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 are, that are not giving the opportunity to come in and compete? Mm-hmm. Well, Dion, he's going to allow those, he's going to want those top-tier athletes to come in and complete because his slogan is I believe. You know, he that's his slogan. I believe it's a hashtag now. Yeah. And when you have that I believe circling around in the atmosphere around campus, then everybody's gonna fall in line. They need leadership, especially at this time and point, uh with with the things that's going on in our country. We're looking for leadership. We're starving for leadership. And Dion definitely is a leader for sure and i gotta bring this up real quick i saw you try to i'm a producer at 92.9 the game i saw you try to get my man hugh douglas out of the studio and on the field man what's up with that yeah. try to take you out of atlanta come on man he ain't trying he's not trying to leave atlanta he already replied but he, he, he was my teammate i love him to death i was just really messing with him i know and i know he don't want to coach i know i just i just mess with you i saw that so i had to i had to say yeah, something yeah. Right. Hugh's been on the pod too, so I so shout out to you, Douglas, one time. But Jimmy, you're talking about you know um, Dion having the I believe slogan and stuff like that. So um, just talk about we've heard some you know people talk about like oh well you know this is kind of gonna take um, well this takes scholarships away from you know the guys who don't get that much exposure you know this that and third that type of thing. But the thing about it is like you said you want to bring the top athletes in so. Kind of what do you have to say about that that mess that's kind of been out there? Oh, this is, you know, not going to be great. We still need to bring in those, you know, um, those black athletes who haven't, you know, maybe had the high school exposure, stuff like that. Well, there are so many high school athletes that get looked over and fall between the cracks anyway. Right. Not everyone can go to, and I'm talking about just the in-state schools, not everyone can go is going to get a scholarship. Right. They can go, but they, not everyone is going to get offered a scholarship mm-hmm. from Mississippi State, University of Miss, Mississippi, and Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I keep going to the past, um, the, 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 uh, the coaches at Jackson State didn't go after those guys mm-hmm. either. Right. So there are still guys that are that are capable of playing on the collegiate level if you go after them. Right. Um, I, I like the I, I like the fact that we've already gotten a transfer from Mississippi State. I like the fact that that uh, we're going after some of those top tier guys, four and five star athletes, and some are responding, and some are very excited about the possibility of playing under Deion Sanders mm-hmm. right. and being a part of that. Uh, the process of rebuilding this team. Uh, our program was suffering so much that it, the only way we can go is up. It can't get any worse in my mind. And I think with Dion coming in, he's bringing the community together, right. he's bringing the alums together, because the alums will be able to share the history and, and go back to what was it that we had that allowed us to win when I was there three out of four SWAC championships. Mm-hmm. Well, there's recruiting, there's fan support. And even in the year, even in these last years when our team has been poor, we were still amongst the top and leading the nation in, in attendance yeah. at Jackson State. Right. And I think Dion knows that. 
and we have a 60,000 seat stadium where we're putting 30,000 in every week. Well, you know, um, if it weren't for the pandemic or this pandemic just happens to disappear, um, you look for 60,000 to be in that stadium. Yeah, because sure. everyone wants to come see Deion Sanders, first of all, and the, second of all, they want to see the product that he's putting on the field. That's a fact. So you've expressed interest in, um, you know, wanting to join the team and go back to Jackson State and coach. What do you think would be the biggest thing you would bring um, to the youth and the youth athletes and to the Jackson State program as a coach? I think, I think the same vision that I share the same vision that, that Deion Sanders, that Coach Prime has. And that's why I want to be a part of it because what he's trying to do is the same thing that I've been trying to do, the same vision that I have for the school. Go after the top-tier athletes. Uh, go after the top-tier junior college transfers. Bring in the right coaches. Put in a turf field. On See, my son, this is what I want to say about a turf field and, and how it's so impactful to when you want to get the top-tier athletes to play for you. My son had been playing on turf ever since he was in – the seventh grade, all through middle school and all through high school. And when he goes on that campus or any other athlete goes on that campus, when there's not a turf field, they're like, okay, what is this? Right. <laughs> I've been playing on turf yeah. since the seventh grade. Exactly. So you're going to get these athletes to cross Jackson State off of their box. So by them upgrading their facilities, locker rooms, turf fields, um, the fact that, that you're bringing the community together and bringing the fans together, I think that says uh, a lot. And I share the same vision, like I said before, as Coach Pryor. So along with not only the boost that this is going to bring to Jackson State, what is this going to bring to the HBCU community as a whole? Because obviously with Coach, uh, Coach Prime, as he wants to be called now, <laughs> going to Jackson State, you know, you got to think there are going to be some nationally televised games for Jackson State. I mean, you I don't think ESPN will be able to help themselves, you know, not having a coach, a coach prime, you know, maybe it, whether it's his first game or have, you know, I feel like some games are at least going to be on whether it's ESPN, ESPN2. It'll be on some type of national stage. And so what is that going to do not only for Jackson State, but the overall HBCU community having that national stage now? Well, it begin, it'll, it'll put the spotlight on Jackson State, first of all, right. because everybody's going to want to see him and his product. Mm -hmm. um, and it represents the fact that Jackson State plays in the SWAC. It represents that co that, that conference, the SWAC. Right. And I've heard, and I'm not sure how true it is, but CBS has already confirmed one of Jackson State's games. So that's a start right there. I don't think we've ever been on e CBS in the history of our program. So that's that's and you know what that brings in revenues also mm -hmm. once you have nationally televised games jackson state has their own tv network hopefully they can can raise enough money to get the satellite to where the jsu network can be like the texas longhorn network that's yep. that, that's a sister company of of, of espn right. so those are revenues dion he'll open up those different streams of revenues that have never been opened before for Jackson State and uh, by Jackson State being where they're geographically located in the center of the state, mm -hmm. uh, 
in the crosshairs of between Atlanta and Dallas, Houston, Memphis, and New Orleans. It's it's a it's a gold mine. It's a prime area to uh, to start these different uh, these different fields of of, uh, of income. All right, so let's kind of push over to your Jacksonville Jaguars for a little bit, Jimmy. Um, we saw them play last night against the Miami Dolphins. Um, how are you feeling about the how you, one? How are you feeling about Gardner Minshew? Is he the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars, or is he kind of just like kind of like a holding spot, somebody to keep the quarterback seat warm until you can get into the draft? What's what? What do you believe the future is for the Jaguars of Gardner Minshew? I think it remains to be seen. I think he's a steal where they got him in the sixth round last year uh, for him to be your starting quarterback. And I think it remains to be to be seen whether he'll be the future quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He's got to be surrounded. He's got to have some help, though. He's got to have an yeah. offensive line that's going to protect him. He's got to have a defense that's not, that's not going to allow uh, your opponent to jump up on you 2014 to nothing, 21 to nothing to put him in a bad situation to have to throw the ball and them sitting in coverage. Uh, so a lot, they, they got to surround him with, with some talent. They got to surround him with some, uh, um, with, with, with a, with a good defense to, to help him out. You know, yeah. you know that game, you know, once that game is, once you're down by two or three scores, the game is out of hand on, yeah. on the NFL playing field. I mean, it's, it's tough to come back. And uh, I think that was the situation last night on Thursday Night Football. I think uh, the game got out of hand and the, the, the Miami Dolphins with Flores, Flores, they're, they're playing, they're a scrappy team and they play hard. Right. And uh, they were looking for their first win, an uh, in-state rival on Thursday night, a national televised game. So they wanted it more and they played like they wanted it more. So you talked about putting pieces around Gardner Minshew. Well, they used to have some pieces. I mean, 2017, we saw them in the AFC Championship game on the doorsteps of a Super Bowl. But now you lose Jalen Ramsey. You lose Dante Fowler Jr. You lose um, Yannick. Yannick. Um, And then I think Telvin Smith is gone too as well, probably. You lose Leonard Fournette. You lose all those pieces. And those weren't, you know, old guys. Those are all young, supposed to be cornerstone pieces of the Jaguars for years to come. So – where do the Jaguars go from here as far as rebuilding? Well, that's exactly where they go. They go to rebuilding. And they have enough draft capital now mm-hmm. with those guys gone. You know, eventually you weren't going to – we were already losing with those guys. Yeah, we went to one playoff, went to the AFC Championship in 2017. But mm-hmm. in the NFL, you have a window of three to four years. Right. If you don't win within those three to four years, it's time to – flip the team, get rid of everybody, get in some new guys. Mm-hmm. Because in that fourth year, all these contracts are going, and you can't pay everybody $100 million. That's right. So what the Jaguars are doing, they, they had some attitude problems in their locker room with those same guys that you talked about. <laughs> uh, and it, it, it was, you know, they had lost the last two years. Everybody wanted out. So if they want out, get them out. Get them all out of there and get some fresh new players who want to be there. And I think you're seeing the beginning of that. They're just trying to find their identity again. Right. Trying to find, and you have to go through this stage to where you're not going to do so well and the team is finding their way. Uh, and you're going to get beat. You're going to get beat. But 
I see Jacksonville with all this draft capital. They have salary cap room now. Um, will they end up in a, in a in a position to where they're going to be in top three, have the top three picks of the draft? That remains to be seen. Right. Um, but they do have the draft capital and they have the salary cap room now to go out and get players next year to prepare for that three to four year window. All right, Jimmy. You laid it down. You dropped a lot of knowledge on us, especially um, putting a lot of things into perspective with the turf, number one, definitely something yeah. I didn't know. Um, yeah. And the recruiting, that's definitely, you know, very eye-opening. We'll see what goes on. We're definitely going to be rooting for you in 2021 with this nomination. We know you got yeah. it at the hands. And we're going to make sure Coach Prime <laughs> see this too when he gets right. to the staff. We're going to make sure Coach <laughs> Prime is going to see you, go, go come down to the game. Hopefully yeah. the Prices didn't shoot up too much yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if, it, if it's not the coaching staff, I know his coaching staff is already set, but in some capacity, I'll even volunteer coach or volunteer player personnel or something. I just want to be a part of the process because what Pro Coach Prime has on is going to be real special. It's already special. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be a part of it, including me. Exactly. And no better person in my eyes, you know, somebody that was back there playing – you know, yeah. with the team back in the day, you know, made a name for himself from um, Jackson State and continues to, you know, shout out the team. You wanted your son there. Yeah. I mean, you've been putting in yeah. work in the program. Exactly. You, you, are, you are a guy who wants to see the best yeah. um, out of that program. So, I mean, you're a good guy yeah. for it, too. You want, to, you want nothing but the best for that program, and that's what the program needs. Right. Exactly. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a blue bingo to the heart. You know, I'm right <laughs> there and uh, – you know, it was it was the best time of my life. I got the opportunity to get a degree, got the opportunity to enter the NFL draft and be be Dallas Cowboys as a high round pick. So um, I love I love my school, Jackson State, from the heart because it's it's giving me it's taking care of my family many years. So I want to take care of Jackson State. Well okay. said, very well said. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Good luck to you. Good luck yep. to your son. Both of you guys got a, a lot of good things coming up. Um, we're going to be a lookout for that turf, too, because you said <laughs> <so> you <laughs> look out. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you so much for having me on. Appreciate the time.